0: audio on episode nine of bounce from the roadhouse we celebrate larry from long island his birthday. Amy hits the snooze button way too many times. Thieves that crack the safe. Embarrassing moments with Amy this week since Brandon is cheating on us on another station so Amy pranks him a lot and we'll share two prank calls to him. New 2020 dating terms. Sick or treat. The political campaign sign saga continues. Strip club Halloween decor and we will end with a good feel moment. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Yesterday was a very special day because one of our favorite listeners, Larry from Long Island, was celebrating his 65th birthday. So we got on the air and wished him a happy birthday. If you missed it, here's what you missed. This is Amy and Brandon from the Roadhouse. We're just going to break in here real quick because one of our favorite listeners is celebrating a very special day today. It's Larry from Long Island's birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Larry. Do we have a song for you? Are you ready, Brandon? I'm ready. Five, six, seven, eight. Happy Happy birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday birthday, Larry from Long Island, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Larry. Have a good day, Larry. We love you so much. Love you, Larry. 65 spankings tonight, Brenda. Ooh la la. Hi, this is Larry from Long Island, and I love cat Let's go. Amy and Brandon on The Roadhouse. Nobody's crashing the snooze button party. No, they're not. I'm going to get as much sleep as possible. And, you know, my fiance just got the new iWatch. And he wears it while he sleeps. So it tells him how many hours of sleep he got. And he loves telling me at the end of the day that he got like nine hours of sleep. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I got three Oh, it makes me so mad but in in the morning when I get up my alarm goes off at 3 a.m. and I usually hit the snooze button a good six times so I I plan on getting up at 3 but I usually get up at around three thirty. sometimes a little later and uh, so it can get me in trouble sometimes like a couple weeks ago I woke up with the phone in my hand and I was hitting snooze button in my sleep and I woke up at 5 a.m. Yeah, that was a little, that, that was one of those mornings where you're like, brush your teeth and go. Like, I almost forgot to get dressed. I was in such a hurry. Yeah, that is a horrible feeling. Your heart's pounding. You're like, what's going on? Well, here is a good reason to keep hitting that snooze button. Not in, not in your sleep like that. But, you know, the, the normal six times. According to this study, Adding just 29 minutes of sleep per night can improve mindfulness the next day. Keep on hitting that snooze button. You just go right ahead and do it. Because the benefits of getting good quality sleep suggest that even a bit of extra snoozing, does that mean the snooze button? I'm gonna say it does because it has snooze in the word. Just a bit of extra snoozing makes a meaningful difference when it comes to your mental health. When you're more mindful, that means you're nicer. So if your partner that you share a bed with complains about you hitting the snooze button, be like, hey, I'm going to be more mindful if you just allow me to do this. <laughs> I love this story. Oh, man. Have you ever been to an escape room before? I haven't, but I want to so bad. Although I, I, I just hope that you can get out if you really want to. Like, you're not trapped in there for real because I, I would freak out over that. But for thieves... You should probably understand the concept of an escape room before you try to break into one. They broke into this escape room, and while they were inside, they focused most of their energy on breaking into this safe. And then when they finally got the safe open, all they found in there was a riddle! Cracking that safe is actually part of Of being in that room, you idiots. People who go to an escape room crack that safe every day. What do you think's in there? So these thieves ended up grabbing whatever non-riddle stuff they could find, including a camera, candy, soda, eleven dollars in cash, and then they took off. So now the cops are trying to track them down, and that's a riddle in itself. It's embarrassing moments with Amy today. I used to work for Monument Health. I used to do all of the orientations for all the new caregivers that were starting work there. And it was an all-day event, okay? And so I put in a movie for them to watch. It was about a 20-minute film. And there's a restroom right outside the auditorium. And I was like, I'm just gonna jump into the restroom real quick and come back. I go to the restroom, I do my thing, I come back, and everybody's clapping and cheering and laughing at me why were they doing that a I had toilet paper stuck to my shoe B I forgot to turn the microphone off or C my skirt was tucked into my underwear we got Melissa on the phone let's see if she knows how this horrible story ends you left your mic on I did <laughs> <laughs> they heard everything well everything you gotta go you gotta go <laughs> they heard it all. <laughs> I think I was even talking to myself, and they heard that, too. Well, I hope it wasn't anything important or, uh, you know, secret. (laughs) Yes, I, I go to the bathroom. It wasn't number two, though, so that was good. Uh, well that's a bonus yeah Yeah. I don't do that in the first place and they heard the toilet flush it drowned out the sound of the video they were watching oh (laughs) Oh, yeah I can imagine how awful (laughs) bet you checked your mic the next time you went to the restroom though didn't you oh yeah I learned the hard way with everything (laughs) oh heavens we love you love you too well congratulations to Melissa horrible horrible story for me good one for you Especially her. She won $20 to use at Dick and Jane's in Rapid City or Sturgis. We do it every Wednesday. Embarrassing moments with Brandon next time. It has to be. I'm not doing that again. And good thing with this job, I can't take my microphone to the bathroom. It's only half the roadhouse. Brandon is a trader this week. He's on another radio station filling in. Yep. So, uh, he's left me all by myself. He's abandoning us. Abandoning abandoning is that how you say that abandoning he's abandoning us i'm gonna prank call him i meant to do it yesterday and i we got too busy so i have this uh frankenstein button here uh let me show you it sounds like this okay so (laughs) frankenstein is going to be prank calling brandon let's see how he reacts to this dialing the number okay oh my gosh i'm so excited the Cowboy, this is Brandon. Uh, Hello? Uh, Would you like to request a song or something? Uh, I don't know that one. Uh, oh, nope, never heard of it. Uh, who, who is this? Is this the- <laughs> Are you in the bathroom or something? Uh, happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween, you picture. Like I said, Brandon's been cheating on us on another station. He's been on the Cowboy all week long. And I just miss him, you know? I miss his sarcasm. And I had somebody call him up and pretend they were Joe Exotic calling from prison. And I actually have a recording of the whole thing. He had no idea. Are you ready for this? The Cowboy, this is Brandon. I call from the Oklahoma State Correctional Facility. Will accept a charge? Uh. Hello, is this, is this, is this Brandon Jones? Brandon yeah. Jones? Yes sir it is. Brandon. What can I do Jones for you? Exotic. You know, the Tiger King? Wow. <laughs> I know a lot of folks are dressed up like me for Halloween, but I need someone who can sing like me. Oh righty then. <laughs> well, I heard you really good singing Brandon Jones. Can you sing like me? Uh, uh, I don't know. I need for you to sing a very special Halloween song. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a song about a witch well, maybe maybe and that witch's name was carol baskin uh, i'm not sure can you sing a song about carol baskin for me can you is this really joe oh thanks a lot there brandon jones i really appreciate it the hell was that he <laughs> deserved every bit of it 2020 has not only been a nightmare but it's also added to our vocabulary well mostly the single people's vocabulary it's led to a whole new list of terms to describe unique dating situations. So here are some of the best ones that I have found. Covid worthy. What is covid worthy? Well, when it comes to dating, it's a quality a potential match should have before you consider risking an in-person date. <laughs> they have to be good looking enough for you to risk your life and your families. The second one I found, sexually distancing. Isn't that an oxymoron? So this is when you heroically pause your sex life so you don't spread the virus. Okay, number three, it's a virtual date, and that one is pretty easy. That is a date held on Zoom, FaceTime, any screen. Okay, when you're not in person, you're just on a screen together. Number four, quarantine and chill. Another easy one. That's when you hunker down with a romantic prospect. Partly out of boredom and a partly out of, uh let's call, in-the-moodness, okay? And the final one that I found here, Antibody Boy and Antibody Girl. It's the new superheroes. They brag about having antibodies on the dating app. And they're doing this, hoping it will lead to more matches. I'm Antibody Boy. Well, I'm Antibody Girl. Well, I guess we should hook up then treating is just a few days away I'm more excited about seeing how different it's going to be this year because I've seen stories all over the internet you know some people are only taking their kids to five places and they're scouting them out first like they're they're checking out the neighbors to see if they have coronavirus have you been tested you know they're asking all the questions there's those parents that are doing that then there's families that are going to be passing out candy And there's one, you know, with the catapult. They're going to catapult candy at people. That's when you don't want the giant size candy bar. Because that's going to hurt. You might uh, hurt your eyeball there. You might shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, that's Christmas. Sorry. Um, Then there's a candy company that has a special door that you can install that shoots candy out. So you're not touching it. And then there's a little girl in Michigan, she went to her governor, she said, They should be passing out giant-sized candy bars, that way they're not touching so many pieces of candy at a time. That's pretty smart, too. But what are we to expect? What are we to expect if a child walks up to a house? Trick-or-treat! Hey, sorry, kid, I ain't got any candy this year. Take a hike, eh? What's that kid gonna do to that person? This Halloween, real terror is coming to your neighborhood. Sick or treat? Oh, I'm sorry, my dear. I didn't expect trick or treaters this year. I don't have any candy. (laughs) Sick or treat? Well, aren't you the cutest? What are you dressed up as? COVID. Oh, how sweet and topical. Have an apple. Apple? I don't have candy but it's okay i still have the antibodies there's no science that antibodies actually prevents coronavirus what so if you want to avoid being sick or treated make sure you have candy and no candy corn doesn't count (laughs) the drama of the political campaign sign out by the cat country studio here it continues i thought it was over Maybe somebody heard me talking about it. And they're like, well, we'll just keep it going. So there's a huge uh, Biden sign out here in this empty gravel parking lot. It was huge. And I'm coming into work one morning and it's like chopped in half. The next day, some people come repair it. The next day after that, somebody chops it in half again and takes pieces away so they can't fix it. Then the next day, they come and they post little signs on the ends of it. And it's been that way for about a week now. Maybe longer. And so I'm like, oh, the drama's over. Well, I come into work this morning and it's like a bunch of Joe Biden Canadian geese all around this big side. Just like, you know how you drive by like Sioux Park and the Canadian geese are just everywhere. That's how it is with the the Biden signs over in that parking lot now. They're like taking over. It's hilarious. I love it. I wonder what tomorrow will bring. <laughs> It's like it's like the soap opera. It's like the story that continues day after day, and it's so exciting. You know, it is horrible that people are just tearing these signs apart. I mean, it's childish. Why are you doing that? Who cares? Just vote for you who, who you vote for. Quit being all jealous if somebody doesn't agree with you, you know? It's America. I wish something like this would happen in my neighborhood. I need something entertaining in my neighborhood like this. I need this in my life. This woman in Texas... She said her strip club-inspired Halloween display featuring seductively posed skeletons it's raised the ire of her local homeowners association. Wow, shocker. She said she received a letter from her homeowners association and it said there'd been some complaints filed about her inappropriate and offensively positioned, I quote, offensively positioned Halloween decorations. It's uh, It looks like an adult club with some uh, extra things that happen in the back of the strip club. That's what I've seen here. We just really had a good time changing the scene up every night, she says. Every night we change the positions of the skeletons, and it's just really been just a great creative outlet for me. It has skeletons in colorful wigs, pole dancing, and striking other suggestive poses. Use your imagination, okay? When I got the letter, I was real sad. I thought, okay, I'm just gonna go take it down. I'm going to comply and I'm gonna take it down and just not do this anymore. And then I got so much support off the Facebook, I said, forget it. People are having so much fun with this and they love it. I'm gonna continue to do it. So uh, she's still got that out there and she's still repositioning those skeletons every night. (laughs) She's using her creative outlet. That's awesome. What's your creative outlet? Can you imagine what the kids are saying when they drive by? Mommy, look. That's what you and Daddy do. Ah, a good feel moment. It pulls at your heartstrings kind of moment. Now, a 70-year-old Air Force veteran from Salem, Illinois, he's being hailed as a hero after he saved his neighbors from a house fire this week. 70 years old his name is Marshall Helm he he had been walking his granddaughter to the bus stop early in the morning when the bus driver drew his attention to the smoke and flames that was coming from this house next door he ran over to the endangered home and threw open the garage door only to find flames climbing up one of the walls so despite how this Vietnam veteran had been battling cancer he did not even hesitate for a second to charge right past the flames and into the house so he could make sure his neighbors were safe. Now, Gary and Kathy Benjamin had been sleeping upstairs when they woke up and they heard Helm shouting about the fire. Although they were confused by all the commotion, they did manage to run into the hallway and get out of the house with him. Through this back door, just as the flames were engulfing the garage door where he had come in only just a minute before. I have chills. So thanks to Helm and his quick actions, the Benjamins suffered only minor smoke inhalation. And even though they lost their home in this fire, they are truly grateful to Helm for saving their lives. They would not be here right now if it wasn't for him. If you have a Good Feel moment story, could be local or anywhere in the world, please email it to us so we can share it. These are the stories that the world needs to hear. Good Feel Moments at CatRadio.com Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacques. audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.